now. And oops, nope, that's the recorder. <laughs> oh well, we're recording now. All right, this is Dementia Radio. Now we're streaming on Dementia Radio. Okay. Well, since we're recording, let's do the intro. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Lauren Mayer in the house, y'all. Hey, Lauren. And uh, I don't know if it's recording, with, but we're getting a re- like a weird reverb effect on Twitch. So uh, hopefully it's not recording like that. But if it is, sorry, I don't know what's going on. Um, but welcome to episode 671 of the Funny Music Podcast for April 27th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is Economically Fuzzy, which I will put in the chat. So you can refer to it later and try to work that into our conversations somehow. So, welcome. And uh, let's, let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. Uh, the people in the chat are now saying the reverb went away. Excellent. Woo-hoo. I didn't do anything. Yay. All right. Reverb is only when Spice is on the screen. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Anyway, Luke, what you been up to? Well, <laughs> I hope everyone is eating dinner <laughs> so I can talk about getting a colonoscopy. Yay. Yay. Oh, I won't go into detail. It was... Everything went fine. The hardest part is just, you know, the day before where you can't eat anything and you have to drink a bunch of weird stuff and and, and go to the bathroom a lot. Um, I had it done. It was thoroughly clear. No problems. Everything's nifty. So I don't have to do it again for another 10 years. So, yay. Um, other than that, uh, just, you know, working my dumb day job. Uh, um the other day, my roommate Santana asked me, like, hey, when do you have a day off work? And I'm like, oh, this coming Wednesday and Thursday. And she's like, hey, why don't we, uh, you know, go to Ikea and try to figure out how to make ourselves a, uh, a little recording booth for recording voiceover, you know, uh, uh, you know, auditions and stuff like that. And I was like, yes, I've been meaning to do that since, like, 2018. This is a great chance for me to finally do a thing I've been meaning to get done that could potentially lead to me making money. So uh, yesterday morning, we uh, uh, went over to Ikea, and um, I bought... I bought, a- I bought a- oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> Try, trying something. Made it a lot worse. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we went to Ikea. I found, like a, a like, a kind of a table shelf thing that, like, folds into the wall. And you can bring out this thing in a rocker arm, hold it up, you know. So it's not meant to, you know, hold a ton of weight or anything, but it's a nifty little table thing. So I got that and put it up against this wall in my kitchen area where there's um, uh, there's kind of a tall cabinet. So it kind of is this sort of corner space. Um, so I installed that. I went to see if they had any, at Ikea, any um, room dividers. 
you know, like those kind of three panel things that, you know, people have. And um, the only two that they had, like neither of them really worked for our purposes because the one that was tall enough uh, didn't hinge in the right direction on one of the sides. And the one that hinged the correct way wasn't tall enough. <laughs> so, um, and uh, that was the only two options they had. So we can, you know, we're probably going to order something off of Amazon. And we also had somebody, uh, a friend of ours who built their own sound booth, send us a link to buy the one foot by one foot, like sound foam things. So I know we need to get about, uh, you, can, you can order them in boxes of 24. So we need to get about four boxes of that to cover the area we want to cover. Um, both against the wall and, you know, on the inside of whatever uh, divider things we get. So, so we've made, you know, an important first step. Uh, we're using her old MacBook and my, currently my uh, Yeti Blue microphone, and we have that set up on the little table thing over there. And um, Santana had to go uh, back east to help out her family with their business and stuff like that, so she flew out last night. Um, so, but at least we got, you know, the, the, the important first step done towards us, you know, being able to record voice over professionally. Cool. Um, nice. So, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to look into the other stuff and keep in touch with her and hopefully we'll uh, be able to um, order the rest of that stuff and get it put together so that, because the idea is that we want to have this thing set up pretty much the majority of the time, but also have it be something that we can take down and put away so that when people come over, you know, it isn't, you know, getting in everyone's way. Yeah. So. Makes sense. So yeah, that's, uh, pretty much it. I've been working on a bunch of, um, uh, commission artwork that I still need to, you know, kick my own butt to get to work on so that I can get this artwork to all the people that paid for it. So, so there we go. What have you been up to Devo? Uh, well, I just fixed the reverb problem on Twitch. Um, I, it turns out there's, uh, there was an update to OBS and the scene that I use for the display capture of that monitor, which has the zoom call on it, which is what's showing my face right now. Um, that they updated that to include audio for some reason. So we're getting Twitch was getting audio from zoom and from the display capture for some reason. So I, all I had to do was turn down the display capture scene, but I have to remember to do that on the other scenes when we get there. So anyway, I performed at RavenCon last weekend, which was a Yay. lot of fun. Uh, I got to see a whole bunch of people I haven't seen in many years, including uh, the girl who played Zoe in my second Doctor's uh, video, the video for Lost in Time. I had a couple oh. of cosplayers play the Doctor and Zoe. Um, and uh, her name's Angela. It's the first time I've seen her in pr probably since we shot the video. So it's been at least 10 years. Um, so that was cool. Um, and, uh, a bunch of other people. It was, it was a fun weekend. They gave me three concerts because they were trying to kill me. And, um, I used my new setup with, you know, the new projector hooking up to my son's old iPad and got all my stage videos onto the iPad and got as many of them re-rendered at 1080p as I could. Uh, got a couple of them at 720, and the rest of them are just the, the small ones enlarged, and I'll deal with them gradually as I go along. And um, all three concerts, the iPad crashed oh, at man. roughly the same point in the show. So about right at about 
like the 40 minute mark, the iPad crashed, um, all three shots, all three shows. So I'm going to, I'm going to review the videos and see if it was like the same time or if it was like the same number of videos that I'm playing. Um, clearly there's a memory leak in, in, um, in, in, uh, keynote that Apple doesn't know about. So I may have to report this as a bug, but, uh, I need to try to figure out exactly what's causing it, whether it's the, the, it, I might be able to get around it by reducing the bit rate of the videos that I'm playing. Although the the old videos are still on there, and those are really low bit rates, so that's probably not going to help. It's probably just an overall size thing because, like, the keynote video is like three and a half gigabytes now because it's got all my all my videos in it. So, so I have some work to do on my stage show. Otherwise. I may just have to break it apart into smaller chunks so that it doesn't crash while I'm up on stage. But, uh, oh well. So, Lauren, welcome back. Thank you. I had myself muted because <clears throat> I'm in a new space today. And I wanted to make sure I didn't get outside noise. Yeah, so new, this new is space, new background. <laughs> It's the, um, I teach part-time at the San Francisco Conservatory of Music, and I have a shared office with four other part-timers, so I don't control the decor or anything, but you can see there's a piano and some fake flowers and and a little wobbly thing I have my computer. That's all you need, right? Pianos and fake flowers. That's that's all you need. (laughs) Yeah, really. So I'm (laughs) glad to be here. Good to see you guys. Yeah, you too. I have to tell my colonoscopy story since Lucy mentioned it. Um, I've only had to do it once. And it was several years ago. Um, but they told me that, you know, you take the prep the day before. And they said, after you take it, you want to make sure you're home in about two hours because it may hit you. And so I took it and went to pick my son up at the um, orthodontist. And um, we got stuck behind a truck on a very narrow road with no passing. And less than half hour after, I mean, I, you know, this place is pretty close. It took me like 10 minutes to drive over there. So it's not even a half hour. We're stuck behind this truck. And with my kids, when they were little, I had a deal with them that they could only swear as many times as I had. So if I swore, you know, five times that week, they could swear five times. And if they didn't use it up, they could retain it. My son is now 26 and he has still got extra swear words left from that drive <laughs> now i ended up making it home but barely and i think it's because i spewed out so much energy swearing a blue streak i've never sworn so much in my life so anyway that's my colonoscopy story nice that's awesome have you so, worked that into a song yet no i really haven't <laughs> i i should be i mean you do a song a week for what 15 years now you think at some point it would come ten and a half years yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to do a colonoscopy song yeah, I probably will. So one of like, these days. You know, he, he's, you know, retaining those potential swear words because, you know, they increase in value over the years because, you know, it's it's a situation that's economically fuzzy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was going to say something, but now you beat me to it. So You can still yeah. do it. There's, you could say it I will later on. I'll want. tell you when I when talk about my song and, um, yeah, what I've been doing. So. All right, so so yeah. yeah. Speaking of your song, give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody is new to my stuff, I do a song a week based on the news, um, and I put it out in a video and a recording. Um, 
often they're parodies. The busier I am, the more likely I am to do parodies because I don't have to reinvent the wheel. But I do a lot of originals. But I've been crazy busy since January with my day job, which is music directing and teaching, like here. And um, normally I try to be the adult in the room. I'm older than a lot of the thump artists. Um, I'm a mom. I'm trying to set a good example for the younger generation. And then sometimes I just have to go full on teenage boy. And since I raised a couple, I know what their senses of humor are like. And <laughs> I've been following the National Enquirer Trump related, you know, I, I just, and all that stuff is just so much fun to follow. And, um, with the one of the lot one of the various lawsuits that Trump is involved with, oh, it was the Stormy Daniels because I actually if if I love following Stormy Daniels on social media, I think she's hilarious. Um, but uh, there were headlines about, and this is a couple of weeks ago, so it's ancient history and political news. <laughs> but there were all these headlines about the former head of the National Enquirer, who was the one who invented catch and kill. He'd buy up stories that were unflattering to his friends in high places and then they they buy the stories promising the people they'd publish them but then they wouldn't and they would just bury the stories but it turned out he had saved all that stuff including all the dirty details of the stormy daniels affair but the headlines were getting pretty silly and when i saw one headline trump worried that pecker will leak <laughs> because the former head was also appropriately named david pecker and then I saw these references to catch and kill. And since I like to be educational, I thought I will do a song explaining what catch and kill is, but also go there with the name. So that's what the song was. And the fun part about this parody is, you know, of course, David Pecker, all I could think of was Davy Crockett, which was the theme song from a Disney TV show that was starring Fess Parker back in the 50s. And it started the Davy Crocker coonskin hat, you know, thing. Fess Parker lived across the street from us when I was growing up. This no, was cool. after the show. Um, but his son used to throw rocks at me when I was in fourth grade. And when I complained about it to my mother, she said, that just means he likes you. And I remember thinking that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And, and what she meant was he didn't want people to know he liked me. So if he threw rocks at me, then people wouldn't tease him for liking me. But I thought, you know what? That kind of sets up the way Trump treats women. So <laughs> anyway, so I did the Ballad of Davy Pecker. Well, here it is. The Ballad of Davy Pecker by Lauren Mayer. I'll tell you about a fella who ran a tabloid Known for the sleazy tactics he employed For pals making news they wished to avoid He'd buy up the stories and have them destroyed Davy, Davy Pecker, king of the catch and kill the National Enquirer staked its claim as trashy and lurid without any shame. So with this story, can you honestly blame us for noting this guy has a real fitting name? Davy, Davy Pecker, king of the catch and kill. But the stories were not destroyed, now they say. Turns out the evidence was all stashed away About the hush money Trump asked him to pay And now he's testifying to the Manhattan DA Davy, Davy Pecker, who knows what he's gonna spill 
We knew old Donnie had a cheating streak. More women coming forward nearly every week. Now with this news, things sure look bleak. Trump's worried about what his pecker will leak. Davy, Davy Pecker, yeah, the jokes are going straight downhill. So many laws of which Trump was a wrecker. Till now, out of legal woes, he's been a trekker. So I'm like a gleeful rubbernecker, watching him get brought down by his pecker. Davy, Davy Pecker, he might all our hopes fulfill. And I promise I'll be best. If you enjoy these weekly videos, I hope you'll consider supporting oh. them so I can keep them going. You can do that for as little as $2 a month. Check out my Patreon link and other support options in the description below. And I promise I'll keep helping you laugh at news that might otherwise make you cry. Thanks. I saw that was on there and I was like, ah, oh, screw it. We'll give her a plug. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. I used to wait till the song was over and then people were telling me, I never saw your little plug. Um, and I hate, hate, hate doing it. I hate asking but every time I put out a video now, I get at least one or two more patrons. Oh, so good. it's working. Good. So obviously guilt works. What can I say? It's <laughs> not like you're a Jewish mother or anything. You don't have any experience. In oh, that. yes. I'm a, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the money part for Jewish mothers is economically fuzzy because we want to make people feel guilty, but then we feel guilty about it. So see, I got it in there. There you go. So, uh, Brett Glass yeah. wants to know how you did the harmonies in that song. Are you multi-tracking it or are you using yes. a harmonizer like Roland? Okay, that's what I thought. No, I'm, I love singing harmonies anyway. I've sung with some trios, and so I love, I just sing my own backups. I actually just finished recording the song I'm putting out tomorrow. I will not spoil it, but I'm putting out one about Tucker Carlson, and there's ah. just a tiny little bit of harmony. Um, I love singing harmony with myself. So I just, yeah, I multi-track. I use Logic Pro, which is pretty, you know, it's basically the turbo version of GarageBand. And <clears throat> and it's, yeah, sometimes I'll just cut and paste. I'll just duplicate it and pitch correct. But that sounds really artificial. Mm -hmm. So if I sing myself, then it sounds like real people. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So... I haven't been following the lawsuit, so, so give us the background on who Davy Pecker is and what he's doing. So here. David Pecker was the head of the National Enquirer, and he's the one who would, you know, he's the one who bought a lot of negative stories about Trump. But when Trump asked him to squash the Stormy Daniels story before the 2016 election, Pecker said no, and that's why Michael Cohen ended up paying for it, and then um, he. Uh, went to jail for it because it's a campaign finance violation um, and then they hit it in the books and so you know yes it's a misdemeanor to cheat on your you know financial forms like that but if you do it in the service of another crime it is a felony and that's what it is they're going after trump that's what he had to go that's what he got arrested for god that's mm -hmm. there's been so many stories i can't even keep track anymore <laughs> he got arrested that's the whole thing if he got and i did uh, he's so ind indicted so um that's what that was. And David Pecker testified to the Manhattan DA. We don't know what that was because it's sealed, but based on that is when they called him in. So, oh, okay. So that's why I said he might all our hopes fulfill. Who knows? I mean, there's so many. And, you know, that's just one of a number of lawsuits going on with Trump. So, yeah. Who knows? He's, you know, he is, he's a godsend to comedians. He it's, lives his life in lawsuits. That's all he, all yes, he does. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, and he's got the Eugene Carroll one going on right now and he's pissing off the judge. So it's like, 
I, I was on a podcast yesterday that discusses news and and the male host asked, you know, this supposed incident um, took place over 25 years ago. How do you defend yourself against an accusation of rape when there were no witnesses and it happened so long ago? And I said, well, there are a lot of ways you, you know, it's hard. There are a lot of ways. My son once got, a, the other son got accused of a, a campus assault by a woman who was pissed off because she wouldn't go out with him. And it's very rare, but it does happen. But he was able to defend himself because he he had witnesses that he wasn't there. He was at a party with other people. But <clears throat> so I'm sympathetic to that. Even to Trump, he's presumed innocent until proven guilty. But I was saying the one, you know, what he's doing is everything you're not supposed to do. He's attacking the accuser. He's attacking the judge. He's posting on social media. He's not showing up and being dignified. It's like try to imagine if somebody accused Tom Hanks or either of you, you know, nice, decent, wonderful men. Um, you should, you should yeah, both be as famous as Tom Hanks. That's why I'm putting you all in there. If you got accused, you'd show up looking respectable and kind and sweet. You'd bring in witnesses that would testify what teddy bears you all are. And that would probably sway the jury. But when you, you know, the, the only testimony they're going to have from him is they're letting her play the Access Hollywood tape of him bragging about when you're a star, you can grab women by the hoo-hoo. So <laughs> he's not doing himself any favors. So no, he's we'll not. See. It's a fun time to be following the news as part of my livelihood. <laughs> but on the other hand, you you know, there's there's dignified ways of defending yourself. So and he's you don't piss off the judge in your trial. So anyway. But. So um, you're still doing the song a week. Yes. I am so impressed by that, by the way, Thank you. because God, that's a lot of work. You know, it is, but the one, I mean, you know, people say, how do you do it? Well, I've been doing it for so long. I've gotten a lot faster at it because mm -hmm. I, I, my brain just thinks that way. And it's funny. I decided on, you know, Monday with the news about Tucker Carlson, I have to do something about him. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? But I just, you know, scroll social media to see what other funny things people are saying about a story. And inevitably something will pop in my head because I've been doing it so long. So, you know, a lot of conservatives are accusing fox news of being liberal and firing tucker carlson oh my favorite that, is they've which... accused rupert murdoch of being woke yes yes i love it i love it yeah that's right fox news has gone full-on woke i mean yeah i mean i have to admit part of what makes it so easy for me i mean i when i started doing these i had weeks where i really had a hard time finding something to do but you know i mean every that hasn't week, happened in a while has it no, not since 2015 when Trump mm. announced for president. Basically, since then, there's been more than enough material. So, I mean, and it's been a great way of sharpening my songwriting. So when I um, did my last album, which I put out in December, plug, um, uh, I was able to write pretty quickly because I've been doing this. I mean, I actually, I first started it, uh, my weekly songs thought I'd be a YouTube star and make lots of money and become famous. That didn't happen. Then I did it because maybe somebody will see it and send it to Seth Meyers or Jimmy Kimmel or whoever. And that didn't happen. But then I realized it was make, it was a good skill builder and it really sharpens my writing skills. And now I have enough fans who like them and who tell me, please don't stop. You know, you're what keeps me sane. So and now I'm guilting them into joining my Patreon, so it's working. <laughs> hey, whatever works, you know? Hey. Yeah. 
So can I be economically fuzzy and segue to plugging my album? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why is... Let me do that again. Oh, I thought it was just a sound effect. Yeah, no, the, the, uh, the video for the show title alert is off center and i can't fix it Ooh. for some reason oh well, the, well all the confetti was like off center. All, all the we're confetti off was center. off to the one side i'll fix it later um anyway center. yes plug plug yourself so i have a new album out called don't mind me i'll just sit here in the dark it's comedy songs about being a jewish mother and although the songs are intended to be funny i'm making a serious point which is that the jewish mother trope is pretty misogynist and anti-Semitic and um, these days we don't need any more of those so let's be funny about the Jewish mother character without being so negative and mean about it so um, and I'm doing a one-woman show based on that which I debuted on Monday this past Monday in San Francisco and I'm yeah how did that go it went really well people really liked it and they liked the combination of a serious point and funny stories and funny songs so I have some video footage I'm editing, and then I will take it on the road. So if you know a synagogue or a Jewish group anywhere near you that wants a comedy speaker to be educational and funny, um, that's me. And I'll come. I'll look around. I don't know if there are any synagogues around here. I'm sure there are them. I don't know We're everywhere. Are. We're yeah. everywhere. We're all over the place. We run the country. <laughs> Haven't you listened to right-wingers? Yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah, yeah I'm doing I've, I've that, that, and and um, yeah, that's that's my my main thing I'm doing now. And I finish up the semester at the conservatory this week, which is why I'm here this week. And then I'm just you know doing my songs, I'm plugging my album, and working on whatever comes in. So, awesome. Well, it's great to see you again. I know you have. Thank you for having you me to, on. Yeah, I know I do have to go you have to, to run do things. But uh, when does this get? Oh, people are watching now. So if anybody's in San Francisco. Um, and you want to see talented people in the future, the grad students that we work with here. Um, we're doing a production on Saturday of a feminist musical called A My Name is Alice. It's funny and also makes some interesting points. And it's free to the public because it's considered a recital. So you go to sfcm.edu and look up the performance calendar for it's They call it Musical Theater Showcase. And you sign up to come in and it's in this beautiful performance space in a brand new building. Um, it's it's really cool. So if you're in the San Francisco area and you want to see something really entertaining in a great space for free, um, do it. And then if you do and you hear about it from this podcast, please come up to me afterwards. I'll be playing the piano and conducting the band. Um, and I'd love to see other thumpers. All right. And if you're not there and you can stay up late, you can also sign up to stream it. Excellent. Yay. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I hope to see you in person one of these days. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's it's been too long. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get back east. Um, Oh, I'm going to be a grandma. My my other son. Congratulations. Yeah. So my my grandson will be born in October. I'll be coming out in November to see them and to do a couple of gigs. So, and they're in outside of Boston, but I'm going to come to Philly and a couple of other places. So I'm coming back East and maybe start a couple of the East coast tours. So. Okay, cool. Great. So we can look forward to your follow up album about being a Jewish grandmother. Absolutely. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you guys. All right. Take care, Lauren. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This is the front. Inclusion over isolation. Democracy, ABC, exposing the GOP, yeah!
Music Project at thefump.com. T H E F U M P.com. Oh, the big five oh, it hits you like a bomb. Your libido is waning and your memory is gone. You can well not say goodbye to get up and go. How do you welcome to the big five oh? Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, not a lot this week. The Logan Whitehurst Indiegogo campaign finished out at $18,291. Their goal was $21,000. This was one of those partial completion things, so they do get that money. Uh, so hopefully that'll be enough to finish up what they need to finish up. And if not, I guess I'll do another one to raise the final $3,000, but whatever. And the FUMPS April newsletter went out the other day. If you're not on our mailing list, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash FUMP0423 for April of 2023. tiny.cc slash FUMP0423. Uh, all about new, uh, some new releases, some music videos, and a whole bunch more. And that's all the news I got this week. You got anything, Luke? Um, just checking right now for uh, what happened. Here we go. Oh, I uh, I submitted my album Too Much Stuff to all the places and it's not up in all the places yet. So uh, I'm I'm should uh, be by next I'll, week. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll make that announcement next week officially. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> all right, tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 28th in Columbus, Ohio, 2D6. On the 28th in Des Moines, Iowa, Steve Goody. The 28th through the 30th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. The 29th in Orland Park, Illinois, Steve Goody. The 29th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. The 30th in Chicago, Illinois, Robbie Ellis. This is his Sunday fizz show. This month featuring Andy Rowell, uh, Andrew Baldwin, Yoonji Kim, and Ashley Hardgrave. On the second in Franklin, Tennessee, Steve Goody. On the third online, Carla Ulbrich. On the fifth in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. The fifth through the sixth in Alameda, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And the fifth through the seventh in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. And birthdays. Coming up on Saturday, the 29th, Todd Chappelle. And then on Sunday, Joe J. Thomas. Happy birthday, guys. Woo. All right. Second song this week is a remastered version of a song by Lemon Demon called Funky Town. You're welcome to the jungle, you have friends in Kogamo. If you hear London calling you, then that's where you should go. But never go down to fun. 
All right, that song is part of a newly released double single uh, on, I think it's a 7-inch vinyl, uh, back with the song One Weird Trip, available now from Needle Juice Records. All right, let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Did I update the wrong thing? Oh, I've... Oh, I see what happened. Okay. I didn't completely overwrite last week's comment. All right. So. For who could ever learn to love a beast? Father Beast wrote, in honor of the last episode of Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes, here's another dumb parody idea. Going to the movies, going to save me lots of peaches. Going to the movies, going to save me lots of peaches. Uh-huh. Excellent. And I didn't update this one at all. Oh, I did. I just didn't change the name. Uh, do we have a intro from Mr. Wompy? We do not. I'll have to fix that. Mr. Wompy, what do you want your intro to be? Let me know. Anyway, Mr. Wompy wrote, I saw this and I thought y'all would get a chuckle out of it, especially Insane Ian. What do you call a magician who loses his magic? Ian. I don't know. What... Ian. Because magician. Ian. Magician. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Easier in print to read it. <laughs> all right. That's all the feedback we got. So. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. 
Tomorrow's song is by Jeff Whitmire, featuring me. And Tuesday's song is by the Belle Isle Rats. And I need a topic for, for the playlist for this week. Any ideas? Um... Let me ask in the chat. Yeah, ask in the chat. I'm. <laughs> Let's see what they say in the chat. Um... I wonder if there's enough songs about colonoscopies. We we kind of discussed that last week. Um, as did, a we, okay. I mean, you still or could. did I already try to um, do that actually? Because there was. Oh, let's let me check the playlist. Hmm. Nope. The only one I can think of off the top of my head, and it's not even entirely colonoscopy related, but colorectal surgeon, or yeah. working where the sun don't shine, I guess is the name of that song. Isn't there a bump track called Colonoscopy, or am I imagining things? I believe there is. Um... Yes, Denny Brownlee did a song called Colonoscopy. You could also just expand the uh, playlist to just be songs about butts. That'll work. There are plenty of those. Let's do that. All right. Um, we can hide that. Butts. All right. Butts it is. <laughs> All right. So Lauren Mayer's at laurenmayer.com. Uh, Lemon Demon's at lemondemon.com. And uh, you can pick up that new single at needlejuicerecords.com. You got anything else, Luke? Nope. That's it. That's, that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And Lauren's off rehearsing somewhere. Yay! Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Peaches, 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 peaches.